Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I'm joined by Stephen and Greg as we go over all the action coming up in Week 10, as well as discussing what the hell is happening with the quarterback position. I know this has been a topic we've talked about the last couple of weeks, but it keeps getting worse. There are maybe 5 to 10, maybe 15, if you really want to stretch it, decent to starting caliber quarterbacks in the league this year. It is bad. We are in a barren wasteland of quarterback talent. We talk about that. We talk about more, our best bets, our survivor picks. I have a big, 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 big bet this weekend on a couple of teams, and you will not want to miss it. I suggest tailing it. I have confidence in this one. In fact, I have so much confidence that if this bet hits, I will become a born-again Christian. So, without further ado, here is Steven and Greg. Hello, Steve. Hello, Greg. How the hell are you guys doing? Doing good. How are you doing? Fucking fantastic. Now that we're getting this pod started, uh, Steven, 16 minutes late, uh, starting to become the new Benny right before our very eyes. The only thing, the only thing that we're uh, missing is the lack of intelligence and employment uh, fraud that Benny has been committing for the last few years. So, uh, Steve... You got a ways to go, but you're starting there with time management skills. Uh, so, okay. Anyways, we're going to jump right into it because what else is there to talk about but football? I mean, there's basketball and stuff going on too, but my heater continues. We'll see if it continues into this week. First off, housekeeping. Last week, eight and six across the board. I missed a couple of Greg's picks. I gave him a six and eight. Uh, he corrected me quickly. He has a notepad. So sorry, Greg, I was trying to cheat you. Uh, okay. It won't happen again. Going into week 10, Greg is now five games under 500, 26, 31, and one. Steven in first place, 70, 65, and one. And here Sterling comes, 69, you get it? 66 and one. And we have an absolute banger of a football game to start off this week 10. We're already in week 10. It's crazy. The Carolina Panthers take on the Chicago Bears. Um, thank you. National Football League for making this a primetime game. Thank you for making the Chargers Jets a primetime game. Thank you for making the Titans Steelers, the Raiders Lions, the Bears Chargers, the Bucks Bills. All of those primetime games were the last three weeks. And uh, we got a couple more bad ones this week, starting with the Panthers. Okay, timeout. Panthers Bears, Colts Pats is the German game. So that's a standalone game. Jets Raiders Sunday night, Broncos Bills Monday night. Is Goodell is he trolling? <laughs> what? This yeah, is a flex, flex alliance chargers. I, I think it might be too late. I don't know if they yeah, can. Yeah, I don't they haven't they haven't flexed the game yet, have they? No. I know that the, so people have asked about this. I know that certain uh cable company or not cable companies, but stations like Fox CBS get to reserve games that are unflexible. So, like for example, the Eagles Cowboys game last week. Was Fox definitely said no? You can't flex this. Um, I don't know what the what games or how many games they get to pick because the fact that yeah, like you said, the the Lions Chargers or the 49ers Jacksonville or I mean, geez, even Texans Bengals Ravens. Yeah, without well, with how Stroud's been playing, put the put the Bengals Texans in there. So, but hey, instead we got we got a. Uh, Jets Raiders, a little Zach Wilson versus Aiden O'Connell matchup. I, I cannot wait. That'll be an absolute great game. Uh, I don't know what's happening. These have been some horrific uh, 
primetime games. But we start with a great one on Thursday, like I said, Panthers-Bears. This game is good for the Patriots. One of these teams wins a game. The Bears have both their picks. I really have no idea how to pick this. It's uh, Bears minus four. I think Fields is going to be back. I mean, Tyson Badgett. Did I get that right this time? I've been saying it wrong for the entire time he's been starting, but I think I got it right this time. Uh, Turned the ball over five times last week, and they almost beat the Saints still. The Saints almost crumbled in that because Derek Carr is uh, is basically as bad as Tyson Badgett. Uh, but I think Fields is back starting. Welcome back, Justin. I'm going to take the Panthers, though. Give me the points. I still think the thumb's fucked up. <laughs> That's my only analysis there. I really hate both. I can't believe that this is an actual primetime game. What are they thinking? Steven? Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, the Bears showed they can put up points against bad teams. and The Panthers can only show us they can beat uh, CJ Stroud at home. So I'm going to go with the Bears here. I'm going to take a minus four. I think. Not, oh, it is a home game. Okay, cool. That's why the spread is. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Bears. I think we can. I think this is going to be a low scoring game. I think it's going to be like a. Like a 21, like 13 game or something. So I'm going to go with the Bears out for the Panthers. Okay. Greg, you have anything to say? What's your pick here? This is a, why um, is this even the game? What's this a game? Good, good question. I think it goes back to the NFL ripping off Bezos. And I don't blame him and I don't <laughs> mind it. But I agree Miami, with Steven. What's that? Bezos is leaving the great state of Washington for Florida. I know. I heard about coast that. Coast to coast. Yeah. Bye, baby. We're going to miss you. We're going to miss you, Jeff. I'm going to miss you. We're going to miss you, buddy. Um, I agree with Steven. I think it's going to be a really low-scoring game. I put some money actually on that end. Um, but I do I do think Bajan. Bajan is how it's pronounced. I got some intel. I finally realized maybe we need to actually learn how to pronounce this guy's name. We call it Baggett call them other things but yeah it's bajan as an agent and there's mm. a bunch of people call him secret bajan man oh i have like. seen that he will not be in the league yeah. so i don't really need to know that information unless yeah justin i know over. yeah hopefully justin fields is back soon so we can at least be semi-interested in the chicago games i agree with uh you guys i'm going with chicago minus three and a half i hate the hook i hate picking between two terrible teams but oh i, I said four like, Oh, is it four? I have four. I picked uh, the Panthers. Three I, said the, right I said the Panthers plus. Uh, I said the Panthers plus four. I saw plus. I, I thought we. Were, I thought I saw four as well. You saw four as well. Okay. Uh, I guess it's four. I still like it. Hmm, Greg, you getting a little frisky? I'm flipping. I'm going to Carolina. That's too oh. high. Whoa. That's too. That's too high. Yeah. Okay. I didn't like three and a half. I definitely don't like four. Screw it. We're going with Carolina. Okay. Hey, I can't hate you on that. I'm uh, I'm tailing that. I will not be betting that game. And in fact, I will not be watching that game. I'm going to look on what's on TV on Thursday night. I might watch uh, is NCIS Sydney on that day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'll be watching, but something something other than this game. Probably some basketball. Uh, Colts at Patriots in Frankfurt, Germany. 6.30 a.m. You know, last weekend I woke up at 6.30 a.m. for the uh, for the joyous Dolphins-Chiefs game that I was so excited for, and it turned out to be a real clunker. Uh, the last two drives were good by the Dolphins, but 
Oh, I love a good defensive battle in Germany. It's terrible. Uh, this game's going to be just as bad, I think, maybe even worse, because instead of Tua and uh, Mahomes, you're going to have Gardner Minshew and Mac Jones. And if one thing I know about Gardner Minshew is he likes a Stein, okay? He loves a good liter of beer, puts it on his lips. He has a mustache like myself. He is going to ball out this game. He'll play better than Tua or Mahomes did last week. Mac Jones will play about as good as those two did. And for that reason, I'm taking the Colts. I will tell you this, though. This is a Patriots home game. Little known fact, the Patriots and the Chiefs are the teams of Germany because back in the day, they only got one game a week, and it typically was Tom Brady. And I don't know why the Chiefs were there, but the Chiefs were one of the other teams that they got a lot. So we're going to go with the Colts to beat the home Patriots in Frankfurt. And I'm going to apologize to all the Germans on behalf of my team. You don't deserve this. Uh, It's not good. The Patriots, again, I'm not doing a soliloquy here. I just want to look at their schedule. They have one game left that I think they – they have a few games I think they can win, but one game that I'm very scared of. It's the Giants after the bye. I'm going to need them to lose that game. And if they lose that game, I think they lose out, and they go 2-15, and and they will have the first pick. You cannot beat the Giants in two weeks. Remember that. This is the Thanksgiving episode. I need a Thanksgiving gift from them, if anything. I'm taking the Colts here. I think the Colts are sneaky good. Still have a chance to make the playoffs. One and a half seems like free money. I bet that already. I am betting against the Patriots. Go Colts. Please. Minshew. Do it for the stash. Steven. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts as well. The Patriots are the worst team in the league against oh, the squad. God. So I'm going to take them. The, the Colts can put up points. They've put up at least 27 in the last three games. The Patriots Ooh. have only put up 27, more than 27 once this year. So I think the Colts can handle this even if, if the score gets wild. But I'm going I'm gonna go high twenties for for the Colts and like looking nineteen twenty for the for the Pats. I'm calling all the, I'm calling all the scores here too, boys. Calling a what? I got the game script. I got the game script. I'll tell you the scores. Oh, okay. Give me the score, Steve. I like it. Twenty seven twenty. Here we go. Go Colts. Uh Greg, I'm, I know you're on the Colts too. Or are you on the Pats? Um, I am on the Colts minus one and a half. I like the idea of the Pat, the Patriots going into Germany and and uh, and fighting hard for our, our country in a foreign land, like we did many years ago against this this country that we are going to be uh, visiting. But um, yeah, I just don't know what's going on with the Patriots. I think Bill is getting exposed, obviously, a little bit as a Maybe not great coach. I think he could have done a lot more with Mac. I think he could have done a lot more with Mac than he has done. Um, I think Brady's uh, Brady's record and his career, he he, it speaks for its it speaks for itself. He did it in New England. He did it in Tampa Bay. I I, I don't know about Bill. We'll see what he can do. Um, obviously, he did not put together a very good roster around mac but oh yeah. yeah i'm taking the colts colts minus one and a half i'll say this i don't think he's a bad coach i think he's a i think he's bad as a gm now getting rid of max here oh, pass sure. catcher and jacoby myers and replacing him with juju is an absolute joke uh mac is the least of the problems he's going to get the blank because it's the qb and that's what i've been on this whole time if they get the first pick take caleb williams look back look figure out the rest of the roster after he's so much better than mac if drake may is there you take him after that though i'm honest 
I would rather keep Mac Jones and maybe draft Jaden Daniels in the second round if he's there. That's all I'm saying. So I want them to have a top two pick because I want a new quarterback, reset the time, reset the clock, all that. I'm scared that they're not going to get it though, because I do fear that they're going to beat the Giants, who I don't think win another game. They're playing uh, Tyler or uh, Tommy DeVito. So uh, they need to lose out. What's up? They're taking a quarterback no matter what. I don't I don't care if they get a high pick. They're, they're going to take somebody in that if first If they're round. not in the Drake May, Caleb Williams draft slot, I think that they will draft best available because I, Bo Nix, Pinnix, uh, the, the Leonard guy from Duke, I just don't think any of those guys are first-round QBs. And they will get drafted there, but I think Mac Jones is better than those guys. If they take one of those, if they take one of those guys, Consider me locked out for the next season again. They're going to stink just as bad, if not worse. They need other positions. If you have the generational prospect QB, which I think May and uh, Caleb Williams is, you grab them. If not, receiver, offensive line, probably nothing on defense, although you can use some help at uh, the pass rusher position, but this draft is really weak there. I've been studying a lot of draft stuff because of uh, how bad this season's gone. There's some good offensive linemen. I've seen them mock to the Patriots. They take an offensive lineman. If they have a top three pick, consider me out. That's all I'm saying. Steven, take- Steven, what do you, th- what do you think? What do you think about Mac? Stinky. He's not yeah, That's what I think. That, and here's the other thing. Not only is he stinky right now, he's got the stank of the past, like haunting him. Oh, and I think yeah. that's a, that's a big deal. That's hard to get rid of. You but, can't just put on some deodorant. You can't just take a shower. It's there. There's this, like, <laughs> One sec. Exactly. The, the, real quick on this. They're going to have a top five pick. I don't see them winning more than one or two games. So they're going to have four wins at max. If they win four, they'll have a top five pick. You cannot justifiably take Bo Nix or Michael Penix there. They're 24 years old. They're already old. They're they're, they're as old as Mac Jones. They aren't even as good as Mac in college. They're throwing to NFL receivers that are wide open. I don't see what where the Michael Penix is a great college quarterback. He's throwing to three NFL receivers in an offense where everybody's wide open. He's slow. He has a decent arm. He's lefty. I don't really think that he's got a really big future in the NFL. You can't take him in the top five. And I don't think they're going to move back because they have so many needs. If they are top three, it'll be a QB. I can take that uh, wide receiver too. That guy's generational. (laughs) Yeah, no, I would be ecstatic with Marvin Harrison Jr. Or with uh, the guy from Florida State. The name escapes me. Those are the two receivers. If they take Bo Nix or Michael Penix and they have a top five pick, Greg, Come check on me. That's all I'm asking. I'm asking for a welfare check. Okay. <laughs> all right, we're, we're, we're all on the Colts. God, if we if I if Bo Nix is my quarterback next season, this is there will be problems. Bill Belichick, consider yourself watched. Uh Browns and Ravens. The Ravens are six-point favorites. Does anybody know if Deshaun Watson has picked up an injury or is he gonna play this game? He's playing. You sure? That's what I hear. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's, a, it's a game against a good team. You know, usually he sits these ones out. Uh, yeah, he's not, listed, he's not listed on any of the injury reports. It's only Tuesday. We'll see what happens on Thursday and Friday. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens to cover here, cover here. I know it's a divisional game. It could be close. Cleveland has a good defense. Last time they played, the Ravens killed them. I don't – who started – was it P.J. Walker that started that game or was that the Dorian Thompson-Robinson guy? I think it was Dorian. I'm pretty sure it was the other guy. It was Dorian. Yeah, he couldn't complete a pass, a forward pass. So and he was uh, 19 and 36 with three interceptions. Yeah, so I I think that they'll be better than that game. I sh- I sure I believe they will be. Deshaun Watson stinks, but not that bad. Uh, the Ravens look like they're grooving though. They've been kicking ass. 
I know when they play a good team, it's going to come down. The The Colts beat them earlier this year. People forget that. But I do think they cover this game. I'll say this, though. Miles Garrett, probably the best bet for defensive player of the year right now. He's unbelievable. And he hasn't got one yet, which I think he's still plus 250 or something like that, or 150. It's him and Micah Parsons. Uh, but I'm going to take the Ravens to cover here. Steven? Uh, I'm going to take the Browns to cover the spread. I think the Ravens win. I just don't see the Browns losing by the only time they lost the season award six was to the Ravens, but they also had um, basically me out there playing quarterback. Okay, good analysis. He, he shuts off his mic for that one. Greg? I don't know who to pick here. I hate I hate picking Browns Ravens. I hate picking anything involved in the Ravens. I have the same sickness as you. I can never be on the right side. So I'm taking the points, uh, plus six. Is that what we got, plus six? Yeah, it's six, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like it. I'm sure the Ravens will prove me wrong, like they always do, but I'm taking the Browns plus six. It's a very, usually a tight divisional game. It's just like when they play the Steelers. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. And I'm afraid that the Ravens might get caught up in a little bit of a look ahead. They got Cincinnati coming up next week. That's a really big game. Um, so I, I, it's just one of those things where you just have to take the six points. I think it's too high. Harbaugh is generally not good as a home favorite of more than like three or four. That's true. So I'll bet the Ravens win the game, but Browns keep it hopefully within six. Yeah, that's a hard one. I feel like an idiot after hearing you guys talk. Uh, Saints and Vikings. Saints are two and a half point favorites against Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs needs to never memorize the names of the players he's playing with. That's when he excels. When he starts learning about their, their families and, and who they really are, he starts picking favorites. When he's throwing to blank faces and names on the back of the jersey that he doesn't know, he's just slinging the rock. Um, he needs to go to a new team every week next year. I have an actual better take. How about this? Josh Dobbs should not play the rest of the season. His value will never be higher than it is now. He's going to earn $50 million. Yeah, don't retire. No, no, no. Just hold out. Just hold out. Say, I need a new contract. His, he's going to get a, you know, a six or $7 million a year backup job next year. Uh, I love That's Josh. not what he's playing. That's not what he's playing for, though. He's playing for the, the name on the front of the jersey, not the name on the back? He's trying to start. I mean, uh, I, I really believe it. And I, I don't see why not. Quarterback. When you oh. look at quarterback play this year, I don't see why he's not a starting quarterback. You think the Jets definitely... shouldn't have called? And... Well, what's that? I said he's definitely like a top fifteen guy. Honestly, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, geez, uh, this game is confusing because you don't know what Derek Carr you're going to get. Honestly, that's the big problem here. Derek Carr is so bad. Sometimes he's a little better than bad, but typically bad. Also, they need to really stop using Taysom Hill this way. Like, what are they no, doing? Keep using him. Keep using him. I, I just don't get it. You have a great running back. Every time they're on the two-yard line, <laughs> in comes Taysom for the QB power. Usually gets fucking stuffed the first time, and they lose a couple yards. They do it again. And then he, get, and then he gets in the end zone the next time. Like, he's yeah. insane. Don't, but how about, they run with, don't... how about they run with Kamara, huh? Hey, stop talking bad about my tight end. Yeah, yeah that's insane yeah. that he still gets as a tight end. I don't get this. He doesn't line up ever there. Whatever. Whatever. Doesn't matter. So I want to pick Dobbs because I like Dobbs. I don't think Jefferson's back this week, though. I know he's eligible to come off IR. I haven't seen if he is. I think he's going to be back next week. I think that's their buy. I think he's going to come after the buy. So if Jefferson was playing, I would definitely pick the the Vikings. I'm looking right now. I'm reading about Jefferson. 
why managers shouldn't assume Justin Jefferson will return this week. Hmm, okay. Well, don't think he's going to be back. So I am going to take the Saints to win by three. I do not like it. I hate the Saints. I'm rooting for Dobbs. I want to lose this pick. I will not be betting this. Uh, but that's what I think will happen. Steven. Yeah. God, we're talking about all the teams where you really don't know what team you're going to get this week. <laughs> These are the best. Uh, you know what? I want to roll with the Dobbs story. I like this guy. I want to see him succeed. So, yeah, let me take the Vikings. They're at home. Right. Yeah. So, you're getting two I just don't have a reason to pick this. Yeah, I'll take it two and a half points. I think, I think this would be a close game. It's just weird. Really, like the Saints, it's like they gave up 17 to the Bears. They gave up 27. Like the last teams they lost to were Jacksonville and Houston. Maybe that's that's their that's their uh, kryptonite. AFC South. <laughs> I love the AFC oh, yeah. South. <laughs> so give me the Vikings. Okay, Gregory. So I was frightened watching the Saints play the Chicago Bears in the Superdome last week, <laughs> and only only partially because I had told everybody, including you to do that Wong teaser with me that involved bringing the Saints down from seven and a half to four and a half. And look at the Saints. Look at the Saints. They got five turnovers in that game. And they got one touchdown off of those five turnovers, I think. I think it was seven points off of five turnovers. At home, they didn't cover the spread as it as it settled at, at game time. I think it was, I think it actually got up to like eight and a half. So eight and a half for nine. I don't remember. Yeah, it's eight and a half for nine. It, it kept growing. And the Bears aren't good. And they could barely beat them at home with five turnovers their way. It's a good defense, but you're picking you're picking off a Bajan. Who gives who, who cares? It's not like you're you're going up against a real quarterback. So that said, you gotta go with Minnesota. You gotta go with Dobbs, the guy with the hot hand, the guy that can throw to people he doesn't even know who they are he knows them now watch out he knows it's now. i know he's got a week of preparation they're playing at home home dog um i don't know how you, i don't know how you lay any money with the saints right now i really don't we did obviously you're not bad. <laughs> we did and i think i learned my lesson i think i, I got to stay away from them and obviously we juiced that line up a little bit to get it down but um yeah i'm going with minnesota plus two and a half okay Hey, I like it. Uh, I, I'm with the Saints. Again, I'm on the wrong side on the last two games than you guys. So, okie dokie. Houston Texans at the Bengals. The Bengals are six and a half point favorites. Uh, came down. It was at seven. I know that because I have an absurd amount of money on them to win this game. Uh, my biggest bet of the season, actually, is on the <sighs> Bengals Seahawks. So, which one of those guys screws it up? I realized after I left the casino that I just put a sizable chunk of my rent on Geno Smith, which uh, <laughs> if you if I would have told you that two years ago, you would have punched me in the face. The casino would the casino would have given me a free room for a night, maybe a week, <laughs> <laughs> if, if I if I did that at the at their, at their establishment. Um, the Bengals here are riding hot. I actually like Burrow to be MVP. He's nine to one right now. I think that's good. A little late, a little late. Come on to the MVP. I think it's really two has kind of fallen off. Don't see how Mahomes can even be in the conversation yet. He is because he's in Mahomes. It's really, I think Lamar or um, 
Burrow right now. Trevor Lawrence has a little bit of juice there because he's been, I think they won five straight. And then Goff is is kind of okay. Any non-quarterback should actually get a chance to win it this year. So Tyreek or CMC, but they'll never give it to that a non-QB position again. And Tyreek Hill definitely won't win it just because of uh, a little off-the-field shenanigans that he has had in the past. But I like Burrow for MVP right now. Here's what I'm saying. CJ Stroud's actually great. I, I'm very impressed. I was down on him. The entire pre-draft process shows you what I know or what anybody knows about QBs because Bryce Young was clearly the number one pick. And then it was everybody else. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis. They were all basically bunched up to where uh, people any of them could have gone at any moment there with those teams drafting. Uh, Stroud's been amazing. That game last week against the Bengals or against uh, the Bucks was was the game of the week easily. And uh, And honestly, bravo to him. He's balling out. I like what he's doing. I love that uh, D'Amico Ryans is coaching the Texans to be a good team. I do not think that they could beat the Bengals this week. I think it's a comeback to reality moment. This is a 4-4 four and four team, Houston. Um, they're playing out of their minds. But I just think that Joe Burrow is – is. I think Joe Burrow's playing how he was playing at the end of last season, and he's got into the groove of things, and he looks great. So I put a lot of money on him. So I'm kind of speaking from a biased point of view because I left my wallet talk. but. Uh, I'm going Bengals to cover here. I, did, I didn't bet them to cover. I bet them in a, par, a money line parlay with the Seahawks for what it's worth. But I do think that they can win this kind of uh, – I think they're going to have the lead here. I know I'm going to sweat one of these games. Probably is actually this one because I don't think Seattle will have a problem with Washington. But uh, if I sweat it, I have confidence in Burrow. And I know Jamar Chase is hurt, so you don't need to bring that up whenever one of you guys talks. <laughs> Unless you want to. Go Bengals. Uh uh, yeah, no, I'm going to take the Bengals as well. Uh, CJ Stroud had a great game. And in the preseason thing we did, I did say CJ Stroud would be the best quarterback in this class. And so far, he's doing pretty good at that. Uh, but the Bengals are a, little, a more legit defense than the Buccaneers. The Bengals have held their That's last good. three opponents to less than, uh, less than 20 points. And those teams are the Bills, 49ers, and Seahawks, which are all probably going to be playoff teams mm -hmm. so it's gonna be ca child's first test and actually a real defense that has a secondary that can at least stop some stuff so uh i'm gonna take the Bengals here and i think this is gonna be a blowout from your mouth to god's ears uh <laughs> who do you got greg this is so easy I, if the houston texans can't go on the road and beat the panthers the worst team in the NFL right now, besides the Patriots, maybe. Oh, oh! I, I, sorry, I didn't know that that was going to be uh, sensitive. I thought you wanted to be the worst team. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that was the whole idea. No, I was mad that you said besides maybe the Patriots. So it was mad that you were you were giving the Patriots oh. credibility, and also it's the Giants' the worst team right now. By the way, just so you know. Yeah, that's true, Sadly. but they, that's that's by that's by injury. Um, but yeah, I there's no way they go. There's there's no way they go into Cincinnati and. Uh, win this game let alone cover i think it'll be tighter than it probably should be um i think the cincinnati Bengals are probably due for a little bit of a hiccupy game where maybe burrow throws a pick and, or a fumble or something like that mm -hmm. but um i don't think it's going to matter too much i think jamar will play maybe more of a decoy kind of situation for him where he's mm -hmm. not at 100 percent. he's just out, he's just out there um you know sucking up some coverage but I think the Bengals will win this by, you know, 10, at least at least eight or nine. Should be a pretty comfortable cover with a little bit of drama in there just to 
make you turn on the air conditioning there in your your high rise. So yeah, <laughs> Bengals by Bengals by eight. I might be living in the janitor's closet if they don't win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the only worry I have is the worry you just said about the Ravens Cleveland as they play each other next week. So a little look ahead, but I actually don't think the Bengals will. I think the Bengals actually need to win these games because of their record starting the season. I think they were one and three or something. So, yeah, this is kind of their uh, only easy game going forward. Just check the standings. Yeah, they're still in last in their division. So yeah, That's I think insane. every game matters. That's insane that they're yeah, still. Yeah, they they've got to make up time. They they right as of today they have a sixty three percent chance of making the playoffs. So I put on my nerd hat there a little bit, but it's it's like they've got to win pretty much every game. One card quantum physics. Wait, Greg, I just checked the math. You're actually off. 65%. Oh no! It's actually uh, 50-50. Either they make it or they don't, idiot. Bam! <laughs> Go to hell, Greg. <laughs> like that, well done, Steven. Steven. I like well that, done. Steven. God damn! <laughs> Slam that nerd breaking out. Of you got his ass. Oh, you got his ass. He's got me, physics. dude. I'll put the calculator away. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. Um, yeah, this. I'm excited for this game. Because I have, uh, I like, you know, this is, this is the sign of a little degenerate gambling. I get a little, <laughs> I get goosebumps when I start thinking about this game on Sunday. I know I'm going to be watching it. I'm going to be excited. I'm going to be itching my arms. Going to watch the Patriots lose to the Colts, immediately turn on red zone, and then have this game on my computer. And I feel, I feel it coming. Uh, 49ers, Jacksonville, Jacksonville plus three. Uh, both teams coming off the bye. That's good. 40, 49ers have looked like, absolute garbage last few weeks in fact giving up the one the one seat in the west to the seahawks before the seahawks uh played the raven <laughs> gave it back uh, give it back and um god jacksonville has won i think five straight i could be wrong at four straight five straight again no i i don't know if they're all if they're good or they're just beating up on bad teams or average teams i like jacksonville i actually did tease them up to nine I wonged it. You know that, Greg. I wonged that shit. Uh, that thing went up to nine. Uh, I also bet the Jaguars money line. Very little. Sprinkled on it. But I kind of like ja- – I do like Jacksonville here. What am I saying? I like Jacksonville here. I think if the 49ers lose this game, you're going to have to really start considering uh, – Kyle Shanahan will really have to start considering Sam Darnold because it looks like Pur- Purdy has reverted back to the Iowa State Purdy, which I always knew was in him. He has a couple of wolves in him, and he and he's currently with wolf number two, Iowa State Purdy, and uh, it's pretty bad. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna take Jacksonville here. My analysis is basically: I think the 49ers defense is kind of banged up. They've got they've been getting absolutely uh, shit on. I mean, you saw what Burrow did to them. He didn't even have to. He didn't bring a sweat. He had he had all the time in the pocket. Everything was open. I think he completed like 22 straight passes against them, which is insane to think about with how good their defense was playing early on. But the defense is banged up. There's no Debo. I don't know if Trent Williams is back. And Purdy just looks like he's reverted into his college self. His Cinderella story's over, Brock. Linsanity is done. Time to bring in Sam Darnold. And if not, Jackson will win this game. Trevor Lawrence, football Jesus. Give him some, give him some truth. Steven. Yeah, I'm a t- 49ers coming off a bye. <laughs> I like that, but I got the game script. Brock Purdy, uh oh, gonna have interception, fumble. Sandro comes in to the rescue. They storm back downtown, win the game. 
Sammy D. Sammy D comes in. <laughs> so they win by but, uh, they, they win by two they win by a score. Yeah, yeah. Down ten, he comes in. They don't they don't okay okay just make sure. They yeah, win. yeah. Then they tie it up. Field goal. Win it. So, so you're picking a push. Yep. Carly <laughs> just wants to know if he's going to cover or not based on your prognostication, Steve. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Make field him feel goals, okay. The field goal is for extra points. They're actually already up by 10. Wow, <laughs> Sam Darnold really kicks their ass. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Uh, Greg, actually, I do not like it, but Greg? So I do like, I do like San Francisco's coming off a bye. Jacksonville's also coming off a bye. So there's really no advantage either way there as far as rest goes. Deuce. Um, That's what we call that when there's no advantage. We call that yeah. I think Purdy has um, still was still dealing with some lingering effects from that concussion he had. I think he shouldn't have been out there against Minnesota. I uh, I don't think he probably should have played against Cincinnati either, based on what I saw. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, I think we saw the same thing. Yeah, I, I really think you should have. You should have took a shot with uh, Sam Darnold and seeing what he could have done. I think it would have been a better result. But I think they've got Chase Young coming in. He's going to be up to speed. So hopefully that gives a little bit of boost to that defense. Mm-hmm. Debo's back. He He's always a, a difference maker as far as the playbook goes. I got to look at San Francisco and, and think that they can maybe squeak out a close win here. I don't think it's going to be a, a resounding victory. I think you're... Your little Wong teaser. I don't know if that's a Wong teaser, but um, if it's if you teased it up, you teased it up to nine, mm-hmm. three. Yeah, that's not Wong range. But no. we'll give another. Well, no, that's okay. You can hey tease what you want to tease. It's your money. Get his ass, Steve. Um, yeah, my Wong teasers are you know one and two right now. So <laughs> yeah, I'm happy oh. it's not a Wong teaser. God damn, that should yeah. So. <laughs> You should feel better about it. Um, but yeah, I gotta go with San Francisco minus three. I don't I don't like it, but I think that they will find something here. I think they have to find something here. Jacksonville hasn't beat anybody. Like who have they played that is like a serious contender? Just name one of them. Yeah, the Bills, really though. I don't I don't look at the Bills as really the Bills have the Bills been good? <laughs> yeah, the Bills have not been good. So well, they this have... is the thing. If we're gonna do genuine well, genuine contenders, I don't consider the Chiefs a genuine contender. They look like shit. Really? They're seven and oh, two. Really? The... Oh, okay. Okay. Oh well, the team in first place. <laughs> yeah. the, the team in first place that won the Super Bowl last year? Yeah, they're not a good Oh, that, um, yeah, I don't like that team. They're gonna get bounced <laughs> first round and you know it. You guys both know it. I'll be betting against them in first round. Oh, right. you are just when they play the Super Bowl in Frankfurt, dude, they're gonna fucking kill it, dude. <laughs> Taylor Swift's not going to the game no more. You notice that? I told you. Donna's watching. Oh, God, don't buy into that nonsense. Jesus. I'm, just, I'm all in on the nonsense. Okay. So if anything, picking, they've been playing better without her there. You're picking San Francisco, Greg? Yep. Yep. Minus three. I think. I think uh, it's still tight. I don't think that. Uh, like I said, I don't think your little teaser is going to be something that doesn't hit anything within. You got nine plus nine. Yeah. It's a great bet. It's a great bet. I'll take that all day. Grazie. But San Francisco will win the cover. The regular line. Yeah, I'm looking at the games that they, they played. Yeah, you know, okay. Uh, it'll be close, I think. Yeah, that should be the game of the week, probably. Uh, Packers, Steelers. Steelers are three and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Packers to cover that on the principle that Kenny Pickett should not be favored by three and a half in any NFL game he plays. 
because I know how the Jag- I know how the Steelers are. And what they are is a team that barely scores points, usually losing at the half. And then they usually play a little better in the second half in the fourth quarter, but I don't I'm just looking at their games. They yeah, I don't know. I really have no explanation for this. Jordan Love also sucks, but I think Kenny Pickett's a bit worse. And when you're giving two trash QBs, I'm gonna take the points every time. That's basically my my uh the way I'm looking at games now this season. There's a lot of bad QBs. It's very dangerous betting games like this. I don't I try to stay away from them. I'll be honest, I bet the Packers, but hey, I'm a degenerate. I think the Packers plus three and a half. I, I was trying to give some analysis. I'll be honest. I lost my train of thought. I looked at the Steelers games. I'm like, wow, this team sucks. Good bet here would be Steelers to lose to be losing at halftime, win the game. I said that a few weeks ago. I think that hit. Um, it's a bet I do every time because they play better in the second half. It so, did not hit that week that you gave it out. <laughs> maybe the week before it hit when I didn't give it out. Yeah, against the Rams. Did I give it out that week? Oh, whoops. No, the week the week that you actually said it, it did not hit. Huh. I bet eight thousand dollars that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, the Steelers beat the Ravens earlier this season. Yeah. yeah. And we're talking like the Ravens are Super Bowl contenders. Ah, oh, oh, geez, Louise. This season stinks. Uh, okay. Well, whatever. I'm still taking the Packers. Uh, Steven, I don't know what happened there. This is not a, yeah. good, not a good pick by me. Uh, just looking at Jordan Love and Kenny Pickett's uh. Touchdowns and interceptions are hilarious. Twelve and eight and six and four. I think the bet this week is a total t- interceptions for the game. It's going to be two. <laughs> so uh, I would pick the pack. Uh, no, I'm not going to. It's three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Did Vegas want no one to bet on this game? They want whoever to bet. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers. Uh, don't know why. I feel like I like Kenny Pickett better. They're at home. It's gonna be loud, and Jordan Love isn't that good either. But this is a tinky game. Tinky. They should flex this on Monday night. Yeah, I know they should actually. How is it? Honestly, coming into the season, how is this not a a primetime game? It's like two of the most storied franchises, but they'd rather put the Jets Raiders on. I guess the angle is Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Is that what they're thinking they're gonna get when they when they pick that game? (laughs) Probably. Uh, okay. Well, I got I got the Packers. Steve has Pitt. Who do you got, Greg? Yeah, there's way too many Jets primetime games this week or this year, and it's all because Aaron Rodgers. So. And this week. Yeah. And this and this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's ridiculous. I love seeing Zach Wilson in primetime. It's awesome, and I'm sure he loves playing in primetime. It's really got to be fun for him too. I uh, I'm riding with Steven a lot this week, and I'm riding here with him. I wish it was still three. Should still be three. No, uh, no, apparently no, a lot no, of no yeah, a lot of money. A lot. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that it, it started out at three. I wish it, they just kept it there. But apparently, a lot of money came in on Pitt. I guess a lot yeah. of people are running to the bookie to go bet Pittsburgh. Oh, my um, ESPN line says three as well. Surely yeah, so half point. I don't know. Maybe we should find one website that we can get a consensus from where we don't have. to. I'm looking. This. Okay, so I have. Since we're not sponsored by any of these apps yet, you know, we're getting one soon, hopefully. That occurs like, or any beer company. Um, <laughs> I'm literally looking at a thing that has all the betting lines from MGM, Caesars, DraftKings, FanDuel. And then on the left, on the, all the way to the left, it says consensus. And that's what I'm going off of. Okay, fair, fair. 
Okay, three and a half. Um, taking Pittsburgh. I don't like it, but uh, Tomlin, I think, is the superior coach here. And maybe Pickett has one of those great games where he just doesn't turn it over. And Whoa. I don't know, they find a little bit on the ground game. But, <laughs> no turnovers. Uh, yeah. All of it. Put him in Canton. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, he's awful. But I do like I do like the home team here. Uh, I don't know that they can cover this large of a spread, but <laughs> three and a half point spread. But yeah, take <laughs> a, a, take a Pittsburgh. For, for the Steelers. Uh, okay, we'll do one more and take a break. Titans at Bucks. Bucks are one point favorites. We're getting Will Levis. Week three, Will Levis versus Baker Mayfield. I felt so good for Baker Mayfield in that Houston game at the end. He, he's not supposed to do that, you know, and he did it. And then CJ Stroud ruins his moment in 40 seconds. Baker, honestly, has been better than a lot of people's favorite quarterbacks this year. He's got 12 touchdowns, four picks, uh, 65% completion percentage, and 1,800 yards. He's been good. His worst game was against the Vikings. Uh, and then the Eagles, he played terrible. So he's had two really stinky games. But he's been fine. And, you know, this is a guy that a lot of people thought was going to bounce around the league for the rest of his career. I think he's actually taken that starting spot, and I would not be surprised if they roll with him for the. I I wouldn't be surprised if they gave him like a three year deal, similar to what Geno signed after this year. Geno had a better year last year than what Baker's having, but I don't think you're going to get much better than this unless you draft and get lucky. Because I I have never seen this many bad quarterbacks in my life, in my history of watching football. There were some stinky ones in the mid two thousands, but uh, as the elder here, Greg, have you ever seen as many bad QBs in your fifty years of life? You saw no, Testaverde's rookie year, right? What's that? Testaverde's rookie year. Oh, I saw all that. Yeah, I uh, I've been watching football since, since black the and white. Merger. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I remember the merger. I remember the pre Super Bowl era, boys. Okay, so Otto Van Der Beek or whatever. What's I grew up up in Canton. I just named. I think I named like I think I named the German Chancellor. I think I said Otto Van Bismarck, but <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know the reference, but. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean to. I meant, I meant, uh, I meant the old Browns QB. What's his name? Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I did see a, I did see a stat. Autogram, autogram. Okay, I'm glad we settled that. That's what you're trying to I, say. Yeah, I said Otto Van Bismarck instead, which uh, Otto Van Buren. Otto Van. Uh, yeah, Bismarck. we're sorry. Okay, Jesus Christ. You done? Yeah, he's a 20 year chancellor of Germany in 1800. Okay, thanks for getting that in. So anyways, the QBR mm-hmm. right now is like historically bad. QBR is kind of a garbage stat, right? But yeah. like we are living in a really bad time where QBR is, has, I think it's averaged under 90 like this season, which is absolutely ridiculous. But it's kind of to be expected. We've had a lot of these generational quarterbacks that have been really, really amazing. They're all retiring. They're all, they're all getting out of the way. I think uh, it's kind of inevitable. And hopefully these new guys that are coming in will be able to pick up some of the pace. But you know, haven't seen a lot out of him yet. Mac Jones being perfect example of that. Like he's great in college, but you know, and I'm not saying it's Mac's fault. I don't want to start this. I shouldn't even brought his name up. That's some respect. But uh, yeah, sorry. Said anyone else? I, I could have, but for some reason that guy's name was at the top of my head. So well, uh, I had to. <laughs> makes sense. Anyways, I will. I'll go ahead and say we're we're living in a really bad era of of of, of quarterbacks. And it's it's tough to see, but I think it'll it'll revert back to the mean here soon. Okay, thank you. Otto van Bismarck was the Chancellor of Germany uh, from eighteen seventy one to eighteen ninety. Uh, died in eighteen ninety eight. 
and Friedrich Schwab. Wow. Now, those aren't words that I know how to read. Uh, okay, sorry. Autogram was who I was thinking of. You watched him play. Thank you for that. I agree with everything you said. I think the NFL QB um, position is at an all-time low, and it makes me sad because I love the quarterbacks, and we're watching some very shit football. And in this one, we have Will Levis versus Baker Mayfield, two top 32 guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the I'm going to take the Bucks. I don't know, feeling a little frisky. I think they bounced back after that loss. They still have, they still on it. Both these teams have something to play for, but I think realistically the Bucks have um, a better chance to win their division because Arthur Smith might get fired. I bet on the Falcons, which we're going to talk about after the break. Ar- Arthur Smith will be fired if they don't win that game. They have the easiest schedule in football and they're under 500. The Saints with uh, Derek Carr look like a disaster week in and week out, and you never know what you're going to get. The Bucks are three and five, so they're two games back of the Saints. And then you got the Panthers, who are I don't know. Uh, on the on the flip side, you have the Titans, who are currently sitting at three and five in last place in their division. I really don't think they have a chance to make the playoffs unless they win the because you have the Bengals, the Browns, the Steelers, and the Ravens. All four of those teams can make the playoffs. Probably three or four do, and you have one wild card spot left after that, which is either going to be Chargers or the AFC East second best team, which is probably going to be the Bills or the Dolphins. So, I mean, I don't see how the Titans can even make it. Uh, that being said, it's a one-point game. I'm taking the Bucks. I gave how much I love what Baker was doing. I think the skill position players are still better. Will Levis has Hopkins and Henry. The Bucks have Evans and Godwin. Wham, bam! Steve? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks as well. Uh, Otto Van I don't know why. Baker's been looking good. We would have all been talking about Baker this week if CJ Stroud didn't cap that game off, even though he still would have had an insane stat line. But it doesn't matter if you don't win. So I think Baker has been playing really good. I think they'll keep playing good. It's not like those Titans freaking team is all that insane. You really don't know what team you're going to play with them. But have they beat anyone? Oh, they they barely beat the Falcons. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll take the Bucks. Yeah, they beat they beat the Bengals and basically started their their path towards greatness. I got the Bengals pissed off losing that game. No, we can't yeah. be doing this. Come on, fellas. Uh, Craig, uh, Mike Vrabel is coming off a bye, and he's, he's undefeated coming off a bye. He's coming off a bye. What's that? He spent that bye week in New England getting honored. That's right. That's right. He was honored. So he's got a little bit of flash to come home to Tennessee with. So he's undefeated off a bye. He's 25 and 15 against the spread as an underdog. I don't know that I like either of these teams, but when you got a kind of coin toss game like this, you take the team that's getting a point and it's Tennessee. So taking Tennessee. Hey, can't blame you. Okay. We will be right back and we have six games to pick and then we will be going our separate ways so we'll be right back how did i fucking do this off i literally don't know how to get the stopping recording okay i gotcha hello steve hello greg we are back (laughs) we restarted the whole podcast i'm having a brain meltdown i'm tired uh okay we are back we were discussing the worst cities in washington i think we came to a consensus yakima last place yep uh palm beach in washington yeah, if anybody wants to uh, write in 
their least favorite city in Washington State. Please be my guest. Uh, okay, we are back. This is another good game. Lions, Chargers. The Chargers somehow uh, snuck out a win against the Jets. I know they won 27-6, but it felt like they snuck it out. They didn't feel like that game was closer than it was. Zach, Zach Wilson really was trying to give the game away. Justin Herbert sucked. His finger, he has like an extension cord on his finger. Uh, it's not his non-throwing hand. That thing should be illegal. I think it's like, it's like six inches long. What is he doing? Um, I know it's broke, but whatever. The Lions are two and a half point favorites in LA. It's a home game for Detroit. Uh, God, coming off a bye, Dan Campbell went to like the pyramids of Giza and uh, uh, probably didn't go there. Actually, not the best place to be going right now, but he went somewhere to seek guidance on how to, how to get his team better. He took that loss in stride against the Ravens. He's going to come out and just dominate. I'm thinking the Lions. I think the Lions kill him. I don't think it's close. I think this is a two two score win by Detroit. Steve, what was the line again? Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, then I'm gonna take the Lions as well. Even though this, I don't think they're gonna blow them out like that. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think the Chargers' defense is pretty good. I think their game plan was just not. So th- they didn't, they probably wouldn't have been really successful against the Jets secondary anyways. So I think they and with Justin Herbert's finger being missing, they're probably just going to stick to the run game and stick to their defense. And I think that's enough to kind of beat the Jets. So I think we'll really see if Justin Herbert is on an absolute stinker. But I mean, I feel like I feel like me and you started like have been saying for like the like, last few years, like Justin Justin Herbert's kind of overrated. He's been overrated. I know he's injured. When the every you see. Every season, he gets put in not not the, not like a top fifteen, not a top ten guy. This guy's a top five guy, and I don't yeah, think he's ever better. proved he's a, Yeah, I don't think this guy's ever proved he's even a top ten guy. So, I'm just a Herbert hater, even though he's my quarterback in fantasy. I got outscored by a kicker and made me lose my week, so that was sick. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you lost because down- that. I root for his downfall. Now we're playing each other in fantasy this week, by the way. I hope you know. Yeah, I'm gonna start a different quarterback. <laughs> fuck damn it um yeah i agree with that man like uh i agree with that like we i think herbert's really talented but it's got a weird it's got a weird smell to it like win a playoff game before i make you top five that's all i ask and i'm sitting here putting uh putting some people that probably have a one winning playoff game top five but actually i don't think i am i think i have my top five which player here hasn't won a playoff game? So we got Mac What's Jones. It? Oh, he hasn't won one yet. Uh, <laughs> now, honestly, it's probably it's Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, which he has not been top five this year. Neither is, neither is Mahomes. Lamar and probably Jalen Hurts or Dak. I'd make fifth right now. I would have said Kirk Cousins before he got hurt. But yeah, that's it. I'm probably missing somebody obvious, but... I don't know. Sorry, Greg. What do you got in this game? Unless you want to say something about Herbert stinking, which you can in your pick as well. Yeah, I don't think he stinks. I just don't think he's like clutch. He's kind of got the same thing that Dak's going on, where you just kind of know if the game is on the line and you need him to make a couple big plays to get downfield, it's probably not going to happen. You just can't put the game on his shoulders and, and really think that he's going to go get you the field goal or the touchdown that you need. And I think that's something that maybe he will uh, get better with at time. Uh, maybe he needs a better quarterback, or sorry, a better coach. I think Staley's <laughs> really kind of 
handicapped him a little bit, uh, maybe a lot. That is, that is but, true. I actually think Staley's terrible. Yeah. So I would really love to see Staley gone, get somebody legit that's got a track record, not some new coach, get somebody in there. But uh, as far as the game goes, I this is the biggest bet I have made this week. Detroit minus two and a half. I also have them at Detroit minus one, where it opened. The line went up a little bit when they saw that the Chargers basically beat the Jets by letting the Jets beat themselves, which they seem to do every week. I was not impressed with the Chargers' victory there. I thought it was borderline, like, I, I don't know, borderline kind of just Does a Zach Wilson just beating himself. Yeah, he just goes out there. I mean, they had a punt return for a touchdown, and once that happened, you kind of knew, okay, this game's over. Yeah, the Jets can't over, win from – yeah, they gave him the game. And, you know, Herbert didn't do anything to impress me like you guys were talking about. And I think that they're going to run into a brick wall here. The Chargers D is getting better. They definitely looked good. Yeah. It's it's easy to look good against Zach Wilson. So, um, again, I think Detroit comes out, has a good game. They're off a bye. They're well-rested. LA Chargers are coming off a Monday game. It's going to be a short week for them. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a road game for them, which it's always a road game for them, whether they're at home or actually out <laughs> on the road. <laughs> no matter where they are, so, it's a road game for them. Oh. So, yeah, give me Detroit minus two and a half. Yeah, and also, Herbert's obviously very talented, but he didn't. He hasn't won a playoff game yet. This is his fourth season, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Staley stinks. This roster's too good to be four and four. And the teams they've beat, every team they've played that has been halfway decent, they've lost to, minus the Vikings in week three, where that was the Vikings. I think they started 0-3, actually. Got beat by the Dolphins. Got beat by the yucky uh, Titans in OT. Played... The Vikings close, barely beat the Raiders by one score, lost to the Cowboys, looked out of place against the Chiefs. The Chiefs' uh, offense, that was probably one of their best games of the year, beat Tyson Badgett, and then beat Zach Wilson. So this is probably going to be their third, the third best quarterback they've played this season. I think they're going to kill him. I I agree. I might actually go put more money on him. I like that. Uh, Actually, I should not bet anymore this weekend. Uh, <laughs> next game we have the Falcons Cardinals the Falcons are one point favorites in Arizona I know Kyler Murray was activated off the pup list I don't think he's going to play uh, I really don't I know that signs are pointing to him to him playing if he gets hurt the Cardinals are on the line for 200 plus million dollars I just don't think they can make that risk when they're one and seven or whatever and they want a new QB I really think that if you're the GM or the owner you have to say hey you can activate them he can practice. Please do not play him because they obviously are getting a new QB. That's why they traded Dobbs. Maybe they traded Dobbs in anticipation for Murray being back. That's how they can that's how they can swing it if they want. But I mean, I really don't think Murray is that much better than Dobbs right now, especially coming off the ACL. We are two seasons removed of them being nine and one and being the first seed in the AFC at one point or the NFC at one point, uh for a time being. And then the Rams obviously came back and they, they've been stinking since. I put money on this already on the Falcons um, when it was minus two. It's came down a point. Arthur Smith is coaching for his job. Frankly, he should have been fired long ago. They draft Kyle Pitts fourth overall. They're, they draft Bijan Robinson eighth overall. They draft Drake London fifth overall in the last three drafts. They don't use any of them effectively. Drake London, or maybe Drake was eighth overall. It was something like that. Drake London was very talented at USC. Bijan's the best running back prospects in Saquon. And Kyle Pitts is literally the highest drafted tight end in the history of NFL, in the NFL. And 
what is he doing? He's throwing to Jonu Smith. He's giving Tyson or uh, yeah, Ty, uh, Tyler Algier uh, goal line carries. I think Bijan has a total of like eight goal line car- goal to goal carries or touches this season. Yeah, eight touchdown. or something. It's it's insane. It's insane. And if you're the GM, if you're the owner here, you have to sit him down and say, hey, start using the players that we drafted for you to use, or we'll find somebody that will, which means you're going to lose your job. I think Arthur Smith will do it this week. Falcons are going into a bye next week. They have the easiest schedule in the NFL. They're not taking advantage of that, as I said earlier. I'm in on the Falcons here. If you don't win this game, Smith will be fired. They'll probably make wholesale changes anyways after the season if they don't make the playoffs, but geez Louise, man. The, 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 the fact that they do not use Kyle Pitts like the player he is or give Bijan any goal line work whatsoever or throw the ball, you know, 10 times a game to Drake London, just make is it's, I don't understand what he's running there. And I understand he has Desmond Ritter and now he's using Heineke. Okay. That doesn't matter. Draw plays for your best players. He's having Kyle Pitts block while they're throwing to John U. Smith on a, on a seam route. What is happening? I, uh, I'm taking the Falcons here. I'm saying all that. And I'm taking ATL because I think that Arizona is going to use, uh, what's that guy's name? Clayton tune. Tune. Yeah. 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 Okay. Tune. Well, Clayton tune starts and Arizona wins this game. I honestly think Arthur Smith should uh, be sued by the Falcons. If that happens and he can have his dad, uh, his dad's lawyers defend him, The FedEx family. Uh, I'm taking the Falcons though. Who do you got? Uh, Steven. Uh yeah, I'm gonna take the Falcons as well, but I didn't even think about that. They got a guy like they got like prime Darren Waller, they got the fucking prime Saquon, and they got their own like fucking Jalen Waddle out there, and they're just not even throwing any of these guys. It's insane. I didn't even think about that. They also have a fucking prime fucking who's 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 Desmond Ritter like though. It's bad. I mean. Jeez. They got current day Carson Palmer at quarterback. Whoa, that's dizzy. that's dizzy. oh they got like present day Carson Palmer, like 45, yeah, yeah, yeah. 48 year old yeah, Carson yeah, yeah. Palmer. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh so I understand. But no, I'm gonna take positive too. Cardinals are trying to lose, I feel like. I don't know why. James, James Connor, is he coming back? Six of my fantasy. I don't know. Is he coming back? I don't know. He's been IR for like five weeks. Uh oh yeah no give me give me the Falcons a little birdie matchup. <laughs> we are real quick. We are how many games into the, this is week ten? Yeah. Okay, we're we're this is we're nine weeks so far into the season. Bijan Robinson has a hundred and three carries, so he's averaging a little more than he's averaging about eleven carries a game. That's insane, and he has twenty eight catches. So add that he's got a hundred and thirty touches in nine games, which that's insane to me. Kyle Kyle Pitts through his career has 120 catches. We're in the third year, uh, four touchdowns, and then Drake London has 109 catches, and we're in his second year, six touchdowns. So, uh, yeah, they really. I can't believe Arthur Smith's still the coach. Sorry, I just wanted to look up those stats. This is it's absurd. How I don't get it. Greg, I've got one more stat for you. How many? Uh, how Ooh. many? How many carries do you think Bijan? has within with at the five yard line or within the five yard line this year well i gave you i think he has i I think he has like a total of like eight or nine touches to goal to go so within the five yard line i'm gonna say he has five 
Steve, he has one. One? He has one. Yeah, sorry, Steve. I, I should have let you guess. Yeah, he has one. one. I'm going to go with one. One. <laughs> there you go, Steve. Good guess. So, yeah, he has one. It's it's a, it's crazy how underutilized the talent is in Atlanta. I don't understand it. I I lament it every day because I I invested in Bijan with my, I think I was six, six pick overall. And he's completely just ruined my fantasy team. I'm, I think, four and five now. And uh, so it's been brutal. And it's sad to see just outside of fantasy, he's such a generational talent. Like, like he is a Saquon level guy, like you're saying, Steve. And I really do believe. Yeah, he's amazing. And, you know, maybe we'll see that after uh, Arthur Smith gets fired. But I got to go with both of you guys. I, I, I'll take Atlanta minus one. I do think Kyler plays here. I think you might be wrong there, Sterling. I think he will get trotted out there. But I don't think they're going to have him running the ball at all. I think it'll be very much like kind of a science experiment to just kind of – I have no idea if they're trying to ship him off. Maybe they're going to try to put him out there and see if he can put on a little bit of a show to generate some interest in the market to get mm-hmm. him out of Arizona, get rid of that contract or some of it. But, yeah, I'm taking Atlanta minus one. It's pretty, it's pretty clear Arizona State for me. That's insane that he only has one touch within the five yard line. Oh, here you go, real quick. I I want to find this tweet because we're talking about it. Bijan has played sixteen snaps and has three of twenty eight team touches in goal to go situations this season. So he's played sixteen snaps within the ten yard line and has had three out of twenty eight touches there and only one within the five yard line. Leaders in goal to go touches. So this is. The, the entire NFL. So remember, he has three. Kenneth Walker has 20. Josh Jacobs, 19. Jalen Hurts, 18. Pollard, 17. Moster DeAndre Swift, 16. CMC, Mixon, Madison, 14. And this is just insane. It's insane. I I don't understand this. And one within the five-yard line is, the, I don't get it. They're giving, they're giving like jet sweeps to Jonu Smith. They're not even giving it to Kyle Pitts there. Or Drake Lund. They're getting, what are they doing? Uh, okay, we're all in on ATL. Um, yeah, Kyler Murray will be auditioning if he plays, but what's he worth now? He's got a huge contract. He's small. He's come off an injury. The third rounder, fourth rounder. I mean, I don't think you can get anything of value for him. Hey, I'll do Mac Jones for him straight up, though. Uh, maybe they'll give me a pick. <laughs> and then the uh, maybe for the contract dump. Commanders at Seahawks. Of course, the Seahawks are part of the, the other part of my big bet. Uh, I watched every snap of the Patriots commanders game last week. So you did not have to. And what I saw there was a masterclass and two teams trying to tank Belichick left out his two starting corners. The commanders traded their entire defensive line. The Patriots stopped running the ball. Once they saw Ramondre running well, they, he, he had 80 yards on nine carries. I don't think he touched the ball again on, on the, on the ground they stopped running because they're like this is not going to work at all we need to lose this game which made me very happy to be a fan of the patriots um and what the commanders did in that last drive was basically they were trying to let uh they're trying to let the patriots drive down the field to get the field goal at least and uh juju smith schuster decided to let the ball hit him in the in the in the face mask and uh another pick another pick uh so with that being said the commies are really trying to lose here i don't think they want to win many games sam Howell does not look like the franchise guy there uh, although every so often he looks like he, he has flashes of brilliance and then flashes of absolute dog shit. Like he threw a pick last game where I'm not kidding. 
I don't think I would throw that pick. I would not have thrown that ball the way he threw it. He was he was rolling out. There was there was a guy chasing him, but not that fast. He threw it into the end zone where there was three Patriots defenders, and he like floated it. He didn't even try to throw it out of bounds. He threw it right to the guy's chest. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. But then he was threading the needle. He like he beat a double team once. It was unbelievable. It was a beautiful catch. Uh, I don't get him. He's very weird. I don't think he's the answer there. Geno Smith, he needs to play better. There's really no, nothing more you could say about him. He needs to be better. Um, that game against the Ravens, he was absolutely awful. And he's and he's had a few of those this year, just absolute stinkers. Uh, they need to get they need to get right. Seattle's a chance to win this division, and they are going to be a playoff team. So take care of business here. Beat the brakes off Washington. Move on to the next week, and let's and let's let's uh let's have dinner dinner with the family. That's what I'd say. Let's have dinner with the family tonight. Olive Garden. Uh, I'm going Seattle. I think they cover this. I I think they six seems actually kind of low. I think Kenneth Walker will have a monster game similar to what I think Ramondre was going to have last week. And then I don't think the Seahawks are going to stop running them. I think they actually want to win the game. So therefore, I'm going to go Seattle. And Geno should bounce back. This this uh. This Washington secondary is not very good. Um, Steve? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Seahawks as well. And yeah, Washington was already bad against the run anyways. And then they got rid of everyone on the defense line. So this should be crazy game for a good matchup for Seattle because I think they more want to run the ball and not rely on Geno mm-hmm. Smith. Mm-hmm. Especially if you look at the stats, Geno Smith is not good this year not good sam howell if you just put their stats side by side you're in a blind rank you like oh <laughs> that guy's like mvp compared to that guy Uh-oh. so you're scaring me I'm, yeah well i mean we throw nine touchdowns and have seven god. It's, it's not oh god i'm looking at him now mm. and you've only thrown eight, like 1700 yards almost 1800 yards so mm. um yeah so i'm gonna take seattle just because just the matchup i think the matchup is really good for Seattle and the type of defense that the commanders are. I think they'll put up points, but I think Seattle's going to be running away with it. They're going to control the pace of this game. Yeah, that, that's what I think, too. Time of possession will heavily favor Seattle. Greg, Martino, Selena. Yes, sir. That's my name. I I think uh, Don't wear it out, at buddy. this point in the season, don't wear it out, man. I think at this point in the season, the commanders are kind of in the same mode of thought as the Arizona Cardinals in that last matchup we talked about. They're they're not interested in next season. Obviously, they're shipping off, you know, Montez Sweat, Chase Young. If they if they really cared about, you know, trying to win this year, those guys those guys are still on the team. I mean, they're pretty decent at what they do. And looking at the other side of this, Seattle. <clears throat> I think you kind of have to take the Ravens game with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. They got off that pretty rough game against the Browns. The Browns are a very tough physical team. They kind of barely beat them at home in Seattle there. Um, and I think that took a lot out of the Seahawks. So they went back east. They got the just absolute tires beat off of them in, in Baltimore. And... So now I think the stock is a little bit low on the Seahawks. This should be probably like one of those eight and a half like teaser lines. Mm-hmm. You know, the Wong the teaser Wong? line. Like, yes, yeah, sir. It should be in the Wong range, honestly. So to see it at six, like, Jesus Christ, that's a bargain. I know I I bet it. So um, I hope that doesn't jinx your your bet on it. But mm-hmm. I, I don't see I don't see why it's under a touchdown. I really don't. Doesn't make much sense. I to think me. 
no, Seattle's going to get up for this game. Washington has no reason to get up for this game. Uh, Rivera's an awful coach. I think it's time for him to finally, you know, go ahead and ride into the sunset. You know, and I think that's going to happen. Obviously, the new ownership there in Washington. And he's definitely done at the end of the year. I just don't think they care. They're not going to can him now. Oh, but you know he's getting the set coaching job, right? Does anybody oh, think? Oh, for sure. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So I agree. Uh, we got consensus. That's such a good hire. Huh? So, I said that would be such a great hire for them. Yeah. I think that I think that's the plan. I mean, get Jack Del Rio the hell out of there and uh, and get Ron Rivera yeah. the hell out of there. Yeah. Reset. And a new QB, probably. There's a lot of QBs that are going to be free agents and stuff. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I agree. We're all on the Seahawks. We're all on Cincy, too. That is my big bet of the season so far. I mean, that loses. I'll be a bigger one next week. You know how I roll. <laughs> I'll never I'll never be out of money until I am. Okay. Giants and Cowboys. The Cowboys are 16. 1-6 six, six point favorites against the Giants. Tommy DeVito starting here. I'm taking the Cowboys. I would take the Cowboys by, honestly, I think the highest I go is probably 24. I really, I'm not going to bet this because 16 is a joke in the NFL. But what the Giants have is a QB that cannot throw a forward pass complete. Um, it's going to be Saquon. Probably going to get hurt in this game. He's going to have the ball too much. They might as well just, he, he should complain about a stomach uh, virus before the game. No reason to play in this one. He's going to get way too much, way too many touches. He's going to roll his ankle. Uh, if I'm Saquon, I just say, coach, you got me next week when we bring in, I think it's Sam Barkley, Matt Barkley. I mean, sorry, I guess confusing a couple of people. Matt Barkley, I think is now the new backup. Where's Cole McCoy? Like, where is Cole McCoy? Do they not, does, do teams just not want to have a kind of competent QB now? Cole McCoy beat Seattle with the Giants a few where years ago. Where is Carson Wentz? He's with the Rams. He just Carson signed. Wentz is in LA. Yep. Oh, is it, oh, he got signed? Good. Yep. Yeah, somehow. Oh, I mean, yeah. Where was that's Carson my boy. Hey, fun story. I got, uh, I was on a plane. Um, I think it's coming back from California. And uh, this older lady was sitting next to me. And and she kind of looked over at me. And she like looked like she recognized me. And so I started a conversation with her. She was in the middle seat. And uh, she said, you know, I, I know this probably isn't. You're probably not him. But you look like Carson Wentz. Did you slap her in the face for the disrespect? Oh no! Yeah, actually, I actually love Carson Wentz. Um, you could, you could. I was texting, I was texting Hannah today about him coming back and getting a starting job at LA because he's like my favorite little like fantasy guy that sometimes I throw in if I'm feeling frisky and I got nothing to lose. Fantasy but, uh, Carson Wentz, huh? It was hard for me not to play around with this uh, elderly lady and be like, yep, "That's me. I'm sitting in coach here with you. <laughs> Happy to be." Uh, yeah. I'm sitting on coach on Spirit Airline with you. Times <laughs> <That's> are <laughs> tough for me. I'm Carson Wentz. Yeah, it's been, it's been rough. I'm looking for a team. <laughs> Jesus. No, uh, good story, Greg. Um, do you have any stories about Tommy DeVito, by chance? <laughs> no. You guys are both I Italian. Don't. I'm surprised yeah, their families don't know each other. I was hanging out in Little Sicily, and I just got some gum noodles <laughs> in the fucking thing. Look who's here. Tommy fucking DeVito. <laughs> you oh, my me? God. Uh, I'm rewatching The Sopranos right now. Honestly, one of the funniest shows ever. And it's the best. It's, I think it's the best show ever, but I forgot how funny it was. Oh, <laughs> I love it. It's great. Um, okay. Well, that's a good story, Greg. 
I'm taking the Cowboys minus 16. I really, I think it opened at 14 and a half. So this is going up and it's going to keep going up. I think uh, I'm going to look up Tommy DeVito right now. Oh, Tommy DeVito. Good fellas. That's the first thing that comes up is, is the good fellas character. Did we talk about this last week? Yeah. Okay. I just want to, so. I, didn't, I didn't know if we did. That's the same name as Joe Pesci's good fellas character. Um, this is from NorthJersey.com. If New York Giants want to compete, Tommy DeVito is their best chance at QB. I don't know about that one. That's such a New York uh, newspaper article right there. I don't know. I don't know if that's actually accurate. Uh, Tommy DeVito, last week he had 170 yards. 15 for... Whoa. 15 for 20. Got sacked six times, a- though. <laughs> so, I mean, I think uh, Michael Parsons might might move into the front, uh, front seat of Defensive Player of the Year this week. Uh, okay. I'm taking the Cowboys by a million. This is insane. Steve? It's like those old New York articles. I mean, like, Joe DiMaggio is the best Yankee ever just because he's Because he's Italian? Yeah, they all love him. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Mickey Mantle's on the team. <laughs> Babe Ruth? Uh, yeah, the Cowboys in this game, um, this is the reason why they've been sitting, their defense has been sitting on my bench for a while. I had this game bookmarked before Daniel Jones was even injured. So, yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys by a million. This is going to be another uh, Cowboys trouncing. This is the exact kind of game where Dak shows off and we're like, is Dak MVP? Yeah, this is uh, And then what? Who do they play next week? Actually, wait. This is going to be the streak. This is the streak where everyone buys back in the Cowboys. They play the Giants, oh, Panthers, yeah. Commanders. That's where everyone buys back in on the, on the Cowboys being Super Bowl contenders. Oh yeah, I was, looking, year. I was looking at the Cowboys schedule. They are gonna win probably their next four games, and they're gonna probably beat all these teams. The Seahawks might be a close game, but they're gonna win their next three games by double digits, I think, each game. And then the Seahawks, and then then they have the Eagles at home off a of bye. And they I think they're gonna beat the Eagles there. And then the Bills, Dolphins, Lions, commie. So the the last but the next four weeks, yeah, you're right. And by the way. Remember another New York legend that they all bought into? His name is Vinny Testaverde with the Jets. I don't think I forgot that. Oh, yeah. That's even more crazy. Yeah, New Jersey probably even more crazy for them. <laughs> uh, we're, we're both on Dallas. I'm guessing Greg is the same. I don't know if you'd... Is this a long teaser? You teased Dallas down to minus 10 or 9.5? Get get you take the alt line, minus 21? <laughs> yeah, one. I would take the alt line up to 24. I think like you're saying, Sterling. I think this is one of those games where they just absolutely show out they're so pissed off that they lost to the eagles they, they shouldn't have lost that game oh, yeah i'm glad they lost that game because i had the eagles minus three and i needed them like on three different tickets but uh because i'm an idiot and I tied that into everything um yeah, however one team yeah you got it and that was the team i i i don't know the eagles are weird though they don't blow anybody out they just win every week somehow so anyways uh like steven said it's Cowboys by a million here. I think, what did they win last? 40, they beat him 40-0 last time when they had a quarterback. Yeah. So I think the only way that it, it is less than 40-0 to zero in this game is if they pulled Dak and the rest of the guys like Cooper Rush. Quarter. Yeah, Cooper Rush Can goes Trey in. Lance get some run? Can he get some snaps? Trey Lance should get some run in this one, honestly. See what you got. No, he's still there, isn't he? Oh no, he's he's uh he got he got traded to the Cowboys. Yeah, but then 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 they cut him. Or is he no, Trey team? Lance and Cooper Rush are all on the team. Those are the, they have two 
Yeah. But yeah, this one's this one's easy. I actually bet this uh, as part of a parlay minus 16. Don't advise that to anybody. Really, <laughs> really too big a line. But I think in this game, it, it I don't know, it's worth a look. So yeah, Cowboys. I like it. Okay, two more games. The two primetime games. Jets Raiders. Jets are one and a half point favorites. Um, last podcast we were talking about how the Raiders fired their coach McDaniel's. That story is absolutely insane. Not that it was a not the Halloween part of it where that kind of seems fake, but like the fact that the interim coach was defending Josh McDaniels. I don't know if you guys know this one, but I'll be I'll be very brief. The interim coach was defending Josh McDaniels, and then he invoked the 2007 Giants, who he was a part of, beating the Patriots and saying how we could beat any team. Nobody thought we would win. He was defending Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels, God, like told him, never talk that way about the Patriots again. And the entire team was like, what? <laughs> and this is a real story. This is what Jay Glazer said on, on Fox, that this happened. And the whole team turned against McDaniels because of that. And for that, I love Josh McDaniels. That's number one. But it's the new coach syndrome where I think this is going to be my new gambling strategy going forward. No matter what team it is, no matter what line it is, when a team fires a coach midseason, I am betting on that team to win their next game. This happened with Jeff Saturday in Indianapolis. Remember that? But well, that was the funniest thing ever, and he that's the only game he won. It happened this year with, with Pierce. It's going to keep happening because the team, usually when the, usually when a coach is fired midseason, it's because the players hate him. And the players clearly hated Josh McDaniels. They were smoking cigars in the locker room after beating the after beating Tommy DeVito last week. So, <laughs> I mean, huh. however, I think this guy might start out two and zero because the Jets have a great, uh, the Jets have a great, great uh, defense, and so they're playing Aiden McC- Aiden O'Connell, who isn't good, obviously. I just don't know if Zach Wilson's gonna fuck it up. This is such a hard line. I'm going to take the points. This is what's the over under here? Um, the over, the over, I 35 and a half. <laughs> yeah, 36, 35 and a half. Yeah, well, that's probably unbettable, but the best bet probably is the under here. I'm going to take the Raiders with the points. I don't like it. This game is really a fl- coin flip. This is going to be a terrible game. I don't know what I'm doing Sunday night. <laughs> What do you do? I don't know. I need to figure out plans. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw the funniest like fake story about how Josh McDaniels got fired. It was Mark Davis brought him to his office to have P.F. Chang's with him, his favorite meal. And then he handed McDaniels a fortune cookie that says, you're fired, bud. <laughs> I heard that too. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- that, that, one, that one's fake, but I wish that was real. The real yeah, one's I pretty saw, incredible too, by the way. That's insane. Yeah, I saw a blue check mark, and I always forget. I still keep forgetting that that you can oh, just that Elon buy Musk has destroyed now. destroyed that. Destroyed yeah, this. I'm gonna make a fake account here soon. I'll spend five dollars to spread fake news. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna take the Jets here. I think they can. I think they can cover these points. I think. I think they won. They smoked all their cigars. There's no more cigars in in Vegas anymore. They smoked them all. There's nothing left to celebrate. Vegas. Yeah, and the Jets are going to win. I don't even know if this game's in Vegas. It is in Vegas. Also, ugliest stadium in the NFL. When you see it in person. Worst thing I've ever seen. I hate the Raiders, too. Greg, you're up. 
Yeah, I I did not like the idea of the Raiders shouldn't be smoking cigars after anything right now. Like that's that's, that's the most obnoxious thing that any team has done in a long time after a win. It's a regular right, season game. Like what? You guys have a losing record. You're excited, like that you, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it blows my mind. And here's the thing: I think they're still partying. I think they're still at the club, buying bottle service, going nuts. Having practice. Excited about. Well, no, they're having practice, but they're going out. They're getting trashed every single week. They're excited. McDaniel's is gone. I think they hated him. Obviously. Yeah, they did. He. If you watch those the games throughout the year mcdaniel's on the sideline there's nobody next to him there's no assistant coaches there's no players there's nobody near him he's just kind of this moat there's just there's this moat around him and he's just kind of in this this little area of solace there nobody wanted to be near him they hated him and he was long overdue to be gone um obviously he had a horrible tenure in denver I think he's done, obviously, at this point, being tried out as a head coach. Uh, that era is over for him. Oh, yeah, probably. And, He'll be back in New England. Yeah. And so, yeah, but I, I still, I think, I think your betting theory works for that first game after the, after the hated head coach is fired. I don't know that it works for the second game. So I'm going with Steven on this. Jets minus one and a half. Yeah, I'm not mad about that. I would not be surprised if they get skunked, but... I just what I see from Zach Wilson week after week is just Oh yeah. I guess it's Aiden Aiden O'Connell too. Wow, what a what a what a treat. Yeah, this is a bet. I think the best unit on the field is the Jets D. Yeah. And you know, maybe they get a pick six that's the difference, or they get a fumble recovery that sets up for a field goal that that tilts them in the right way. But it's definitely not a vote of confidence for Zach Wilson. Can I ask you something? Can the can Amazon trade Al Michaels for Tarico this week? Because then, uh, be nice. then I get at least some Chris and Al on Sunday Night Football. Yeah. I'm so tired of him. Do so you think Al Michaels is going to fake a medical emergency before this game on Thursday? I don't think he's going to show up. I th- I hope he has an actual medical emergency that results in you know, an extended hospital stay so we don't have to listen to him for the rest of the year. Jesus I, I Christ. Him. I mean, I don't want him to die. I didn't say that. Well, usually if you're at that age and you have an extended hospital stay, that that's sort of yeah, that usually means death. <laughs> I, is this t- no, is there, I, is there, I listen to is every there, NFL game on mute because I can't stand any announcer. Here we go, Jim. Well, he's the Tony. he's the worst though. And he's every single time. It's also like it gets close to the end of the game, and he's like, "Well, some people might want this to have another field goal, if you know what I mean." And he's gambling. Like, he's the original yeah, gambler. <laughs> <laughs> we know what you mean. You put some money on this side, whatever, dude. Just he's say the OG it. Like, gambling I announcer. I love it. Like he acts like somebody's the you know the gambling police are gonna bust in the door and arrest him on the air or something. Like he's talking so veiled. It's like shut up. Everybody's betting on it. Like just say it. Yeah, I want him to be like if they don't get a field goal here, I can buy I can buy a new Porsche GT3. But if they don't, I <laughs> fucking might miss my house payment. Yeah, there you go. Or I have to buy like a slightly less. Fancy wine tonight. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, he flies private all these. He's not doing it in prep. Yeah, I want him to have instead of it showing his name underneath when they cut to the camera for him, it just says how many how many units he has on this game on each <laughs> each thing. There you go. I would watch that. I would watch that for sure. 
Yeah, you know, like the advanced stats on Amazon, like on the, the sidebar, it shows like how my pool is like down, just minus six hundred off of off a of player. Oh, uh, that's great. That's what they should do. I want, I want like full disclosure from everybody that is calling the game. Also, the refs. It should say like, I want the Steelers to win because no, obviously, obviously the the refs would never bet the game. But uh, we know Al Michaels is betting everything. Jesus Christ. Oh my God! I'm looking at broadcast partners for Al Michaels. He has like 40 in his. Tommy Lasorda is one. Jeez, Doc Rivers. <laughs> this is amazing. Dan Fouts, Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson called baseball games. That's badass. Susie Colber. Um, he has been broadcasting since 1968 with the Hawaiian Hawaii Islanders. Minor league baseball. What's where he got to start in 1968. That's great. He's been commentating baseball longer than my dad's been alive. Greg, how old were you in 1968? Did you remember Al's first broadcast? <laughs> uh, t- no, that goes back further than than I remember. I was only, I think, three or four in 1968. So. Well, the merger happened. Um, like that, so I think Al, yeah. Al Michaels has been uh, commentating baseball before we landed on the moon for the first time. Jesus, that's crazy. Good for him. It's actually insane. I mean, it might be time to just go ahead and call it a career, though, right? Like, maybe you've given all that we need at this point. From 1986 to 2000, he called the Kentucky Derby, Preakness, and Belmont. That's when he really became a gambler. I know he's gambling before that, but once you start calling horse racing, that's when you know you're in. <laughs> I love gambling on horses. I don't know. I know nothing of what I'm doing. I pick either the favorite or the second favorite every time. Um, we have one more game. Bron- Al Michaels, keep going, legend. I love you. Broncos at Bills. The Bills are seven and a half point favorites. Broncos are feisty. I think they've won three straight. We went from riding the obituary of Russell Wilson to them having a shot at the seven, uh, the, uh, you know, not really having a real shot, but they are actually contending in games. They just beat the Chiefs. They actually hand- handily beat the Chiefs. Um, have a bye playing Buffalo, who I don't know what's happened to the to the Bills. Um. They aren't. They look really bad. They've lost what is it four, three straight, and they should have lost four straight. Yeah, they are not. They should. Okay, they've lost four, four out of the or sorry, three out of the last five. They got embarrassed by Jacksonville and London, where they didn't fly over there quick. They barely beat the Giants. They actually should have lost that game. Yeah, they, the Giants got totally screwed in that game. The Patriot, the Patriots beat them. Uh they the Bucks was a close game, and then they got they got thoroughly outplayed by the Bengals. That game was a lot, a lot further than 24-18, in, in my opinion. I watched the whole thing because I had a lot of money on the Bengals. Um, which I do again this week. I didn't bet this. If I'm betting aside, I'm gonna take the points, the Broncos. I think they cover a seven and a half is a backdoor cover waiting to happen. So the Bills can have this game handedly won and the Broncos can get it in the last minute. I think it's going to be closer than that, though. I think it's going to be a last possession wins it type thing. Really. The Broncos have impressed me. They could very well get blown out here, honestly. Who knows what I know. But they've impressed me the last few weeks. They've shown they've shown a bit of moxie. So I'm going to take the Broncos to cover. Uh, Steve. Yeah, I'm going to take the Broncos as well. Off by they got the stinky Bills coming into town. That the Bills offense could not move the ball. They, it felt like they had the ball forever and they just got nowhere with it. So I feel like the Broncos defense has actually been showing up finally because there's actually been offense that can stay on the field for longer than three drives. So mm-hmm. 
yeah, so I'm gonna take the Broncos points. I I would love if they won, but I don't I don't know. I just maybe Josh Allen will actually play like Josh Allen, but it is at home too, right? Yeah, it's in Buffalo. Oh, it's in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. So Buffalo probably wins, but that's a lot of points for this defense. Um, unless Russell just absolutely goes back to regular Russell, but he's been doing good. So give me the Broncos. Give me the points. Okay, there you go. Um, before before we get Greg's pick, uh, is this a Josh the bully type game, Greg? I don't think so. Ooh. I think Josh gets bullied here Ooh. by Russell Wilson, actually. Russell Wilson was a bully in growing uh, up. You don't know that. I believe it. Real story. I'm not kidding. I, mean, I love Russell, but he's talked about it. He's really? a piece of shit. Keyword used to be a piece of shit. Oh, no, yeah. No, he actually yeah, he used to be shit. No, he really actually wow, did. I didn't know he, that. He did an interview. He said he used to like bully kids. Interesting. That's yeah. too bad. He's a nice but, guy now. You know, well, they might have deserved that. it. You don't know. Maybe maybe these kids were really weird. That's true. But maybe that's what made him so nice later in life. You know, he realized he needed to compensate for his earlier uh, malfeasance. So, but yeah, I, I'm going with both you guys on this. I think it's got a, like you said, Sterling, a backdoor cover written all over it. Seven and a half is too large. This is an outdated line. It seems like this is the line that came out when the season started and we thought Buffalo is going to be legit and they were going to be healthy. And the defense has just been obliterated with injuries. Yeah, and I don't think that they can stop anybody. They they just can't stop that side of the ball at all. And Josh is hurt too. I think he's got something a little bit off with his arm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's starting to run a little bit more, which you see this time of year with him usually. But I think he's running to compensate for the fact that he can't throw very well. So yeah, I think this way this this game you can only look to Denver plus the points. Yeah, I like that. Um. That concludes our week's picks. We're going to have to do our survival. Uh, oh, there you go. But before that, also, I want to say this. This is non-NFL related, but a bet my my favorite game of the week outside of the Bengals-Seahawks parlay is Michigan Wolverines minus four and a half. I'm just going to throw that out there. I bet that handedly should be a higher line. Penn State has never won a game that matters in their history. Are we are we adding that to your uh, your your record today? I mean, I know this is an NFL podcast, but do you no, want no, to no. add that to your record? No, 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 but I just want to throw that out there. I also have the Boston Celtics to beat the Sixers tomorrow. They're minus one. The Sixers, you know, I think minus one. Give me the give me the Celtics. They're coming off a loss. You want all my picks? I can give you more picks. I had the Wild tonight. They lost. Don't worry about that. I also okay. had the uh, I also had the uh, Coyotes actually, who beat the Kraken in a shootout. So, and the Baylor Bears. Do you remember the oh, first God. time we ever hung outside? Hung out? Hung out outside of tennis, Greg? Do you remember where we were, where we were? Uh, let me think here. So we were not at the club. Nope. I texted you on a random like Tuesday night and said, "Hey, do you want to watch this real quick? I have a lot." Oh, of- I think I do know. Um, it's on the South Hill, barely on the South Hill. Mm-mm. Trying to press? Was it press? Nope. We were at, we were at Brick West, and it was the Baylor nice. Bears versus the. Uh, oh, the, the Texas yeah, Lombard. that's right. Like seven hundred dollars on the bear on Baylor, and they won. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I don't like Brick West that much. I don't. I don't either. I don't know. It's it's not a great spot to watch a game. But... I know. I didn't yeah, we watched the March Madness finals there. Like, yeah, the TVs are in weird spots. Yeah, it's not a great sports bar, but no, it's not. And, and remember that? Sterling, like people being loud. 
Oh, and do you remember that? <laughs> this guy, that, by the way, that guy never paid me the bet. We had $100 money line. I had Kansas. He had North oh, Carolina. Oh, yeah, yeah. He offered. Yeah, yeah, I, I, said, I said, hey, do you have a cash out option after the first half? He told me, yeah, $80. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do this for an extra 20 or whatever. They were down like 15. Do you remember that? And then they came back. Yeah. He never fucking paid me. What a scumbag. Adam Lackey, you piece of shit. Oh. He's going to be a failed lawyer. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. When he when he passed loss, I'm reporting him to the board for not paying his bets. Believe that the bar. Believe that he's not listening. Yeah. And if, if he is, maybe law school's listening. Hey, pass this on to him. Tell him he owes me a hundred bucks. Uh, yeah. He's going to get reported. I would preemptively file the complaint before he's admitted to the bar, just so they know what they're getting into. I will actually. He owes yeah. me a hundred. No, absolutely. No, that's a that's a character flaw there that will haunt him for the rest of his career. CNF, baby, CNF. Character you should you should mention one more time, but not tell him what you're going to do. Just be like, hey, by the way, you should pay me this. A little vague, okay, sir. You know? <laughs> okay. Because uh, then you'd be blackmailing him. You can't do that. Oh yeah, you're right. He'd sue me. Uh so okay. I just wanted to give that. I like Michigan this week a lot. That's probably my. That is one of my favorite bets of the year. Any sport. And I, I bet it accordingly. So, uh, and the Celtics need to win too for that bet. To, I should have not done what I did, but whatever. We're going to see what happens. That bet mean me nothing if the Celtics lose the Sixers tomorrow, but whatever. Uh, okay, survivor pool time. And then we'll get going. Okay, this week. I mean, I, ha- I basically have to pick between two games, right? Because I have all my money on two games. I could use the Falcons here. I'm going to go Falcons. Really? Out of the way. No. You're going to pick against Cardinals two weeks in a row? Yeah, I know. I should just keep doing that. No, I'm going to go Seahawks. I won't use them again. I'll use Seattle. Uh, I took a risky one last week, right? As the Saints. You did Saints. Yeah, you did. did, uh, So we reset, obviously, after our combined loss, Sterling and I. So you've used Philadelphia and New Orleans so far, Stephen. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys, though. Get them out of the way. That's good. I'm going to use them next week, I think. Yeah, I was was picking between... I almost thought about just taking the Jets here. as like... (laughs) As a pick, but... I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'll do do risky next week. I'm going to go risky, not risky. I like that. Yeah, I'm joining you there, Steven. I'm doing Dallas as well. I'm rooting hard for... I'm rooting hard for DeVito. (laughs) uh okay cool so seattle cowboys cowboys and uh that'll wrap up week 10 we're already in week 10 it's getting sad starting to hit me we don't got too much football left we're already in the halfway point makes me cry um but okay let's go please with all god if you're out there since in seattle that's all i ask how about we make it easy too how about this how about this week you don't put me through stress. How about this week? They both take care of business. First half, winning by twenty points. Don't even let it. Don't even let it happen. Don't even let it come close. How about that? Okay. How about this? Up? How about this, Sterling? Because it seemed like you were kind of questionable about the existence of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you are. Maybe you're not a believer in, you know, higher okay. power. No. What are you saying? If that if that bet covers, you can never deny the existence of God for the rest of your earthly life. Okay. Simple. How about this? I'll raise you one further. That bet bed covers. I'm going to midnight mass this year. Hey, all right, let's go together. I'll come with you. Saint Lady um, of if, Our Lords. 
Um, I prefer St. Alice because it's Jesuit. So if Detroit covers minus two and a half, it's my biggest bet of the week. And your Cincy, your Cincy Seattle parlay covers. We're going to midnight mass, brother. Steven, you joining us? What needs to happen for you to join us, Steve? Yeah, come over. Come over. I don't like organized religion. Okay. Oh, fine. what a cop out. You start a cult then, Steve. How about that? If these things happen, you start a cult. You start your own religion. Greg, I'm agnostic. What do you want from me? Yeah, Greg, what the <laughs> hell? Don't force your beliefs on a guy. God wouldn't want yeah. that. You clearly don't have any money on the line like uh, Sterling and I do this week. So, you know, when you got when you got your when you got your money on the line, you start believing in all kinds of crazy stuff. So I just believe in the universe. I just believe things happen when they happen. The I'll universe has already dictated it. When the Patriots were winning all those Super Bowls, I had the same underwear I'd wear every week. Doesn't have gone the so way. you were the you were the reason, Sterling. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Thank yeah, God you kept wearing that. No, I thank God every day for those pages. Yeah, it's a good thing you want those shit stained white underwear. <laughs> they weren't white. I, people that wear not, white not underwear. Not when you were done, insane. they weren't. People that wear white underwear are insane to me. I, I only have one. I don't understand. I, I have one pair. About risk. I have one pair because it came in like a like a like a pack. You know. Yeah. And every time I wear them, I'm like. I'm like, I'm gonna ruin these ones. I should just throw these out preemptively before I get a shit stain. Yeah, on. you might as well. You might as well just toss them. You don't even want to put those in the washer either. You know, when they get a shit stain, I've, you just want to. I've had them for a year now. Shit stains. Good job. I also use baby wipes, so maybe that's why. I do too. I bet Greg up there uses a fucking bidet from our or from Italy. <laughs> no, you know, it's got it's got Italian spring water loaded up. When, yeah, Coke Green out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, water in the bidet. How do they how do they use the bidets, honestly though? Like does that seem a little excessive? Like, I don't know. I'll tell you this. My shower has an ass blaster and it's one of the greatest things I've ever had. Yeah, but that's when you're in the shower. The bidet is outside the shower. Like you're you just like all I know is this. It's nice. Everybody that I has a one. bidet swears by them. It's like a squatty potty. Once you use it, I guess you never go back. Yeah, I've heard that too, but I don't know. I'm an American man. I just let that stuff dry, you know. Yeah, wipe my ass. That's right, man. That's, that's American. American I am. Right there. Wipe my Absolutely. Okay. Well, no, it's uh, probably it's it's nice. I got one. Okay. Oh, fancy. Well, fellas, here's They're like thirty dollars on Amazon. I have to go pick up some people from the Jonas Brothers concert. In fact, my uh my girlfriend's friend's boyfriend actually got kicked out. He was going a little too hard at the Jonas Brothers concert. So I have to go <laughs> go go rescue them. So uh, with that being said, it's a good episode. And we will be back next week ready to kick some ass. And uh, I you will be able to tell. I mean, whoever listens to this podcast, just listen. Just look at the scores beforehand because you'll be able to tell what mood I'm in. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Fellas, love you both. We will be back Thank you. next weekend. Yep.